Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello everyone, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm so glad that you joined me tonight. Whatever part of the world you're listening to me from, I am so delighted that you joined me tonight. Tonight is going to be the continuation of Jesus, the Ultimate Healer, Part 7. And tonight I'm going to be uh, continue speaking about why healing is for now and it is for all. But before I do that, we're going to have a brief song, and I will be right back with the word.
Praise God, he is definitely. Praise God, he is definitely holy. Definitely, definitely, definitely holy. So glad that God is in my life, part of my life, and so glad that he he sought me and found me and made me his own. I'm so glad for all the things that he's done and continues to do. I've made a lot of notes here, and we'll see how far we get. <laughs> see how far we get today. And uh, last last Saturday, um, on part six, we left off at the reasons that healing, why healing is for now, and is it is for all, is because the ministry, the twelfth reason that we left off at was the ministry of Jesus. So tonight we're going to pick up on the 13th reason why healing is for now and it is for all. It's because we are God's priests. Now, priests offer sacrifices. In Revelation 5.10, you have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God and they will reign on the earth. We've been we've been made kings and priests in the New Testament. In Leviticus twenty one sixteen through twenty three, it says, "The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, for the generations to come, none of your descendants who have has a defect may come near to offer the food of his God. No man who has any defect may come near. No man who is blind or lame." Disfigured or deformed, no man who no man with a crippled foot or hand, or who is a hunchback or a dwarf, or who has an any eye defect, or who has festering or runny sores or damaged testicles, no descendant of Aaron the priest who has any defect is to come near to present the food offerings to the Lord. He has a defect. He must not come near to offer the food of his God. He may eat the most holy food of his God as well as the holy food. Yet, because of his defect, he must not go near the curtain or approach the altar. And so desecrate my sanctuary. I am the Lord who makes them holy. A sickness or a deformity disqualified a person from being a priest in the Old Testament. And God God loves sick people, but he detests sickness and he won't have it any part of it. It's not it's not that you it's not you that's unacceptable. It's not you who's not accepted, but the sickness that's not accepted because you are accepted in the beloved. And he loves you, sick or not. It's just talking about it's, 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 it's that the sickness is detestable and it's, it's not accepted by God. And the priest was to be healthy and whole to offer sacrifices. We need to be healthy and whole and it doesn't mean that God can't use you, but... But and he loves you and he accepts you. Uh, the fourteenth reason is my is my body is to be presented 
a living sacrifice. Romans 12.1, Part A, says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Which actually, Part A is, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. We are to offer up our bodies as living sacrifices. Leviticus 22:17 through 25 reads, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, and to all the children of Israel, and say to them, Whatever man of the house of Israel or of the strangers in Israel who offers his sacrifice for any of his vows or for any of his free will offerings, which they offer to the Lord as a burnt offering, you shall offer of your own free will a male without blemish from the cattle, from the sheep, or from the goats. Whatever has a defect, you shall not offer for it shall not be acceptable on your behalf. And whoever offers a sacrifice of a peace offering to the Lord to fulfill his vow, or a free will offering from the cattle or the sheep, it must be perfect to be accepted. There shall be no defect in it. Those that are blind or broken or maimed, or have an ulcer or eczema or scabs, you shall not offer to the Lord, nor make an offering by fire of them on the altar to the Lord, either a bull or a lamb that has any limb too long or too short. You may offer as a free will offering, but for a vow it shall not be accepted. You shall not offer to the Lord what is bruised or crushed or torn or cut, nor shall you make any offering of them in your land. Nor from a foreigner's hand shall you offer any of these as the bread of your God, because their their corruption is in them, and defects are in them. They shall not be accepted on your behalf. <clears throat> so in the Old Testament, the sacrifice had to be healthy and whole to be acceptable to God. And our body needs to be healthy. Just because your body is sick doesn't mean God doesn't accept you. But he want, He never wants you sick. He won't be pleased until you are completely whole. And Jesus, Jesus himself, when he was here on earth in his ministry, he took, upon, he took all our sicknesses upon his body, our sickness, disease, our shame, or pain, or sin upon his own body and and on the tree and hung on the tree on the cross for you and for me and he took it all. He paid the ultimate price with his blood, with his life. And so we by his stripes we are made whole. And so, by faith, 
your way and declare yourself whole. Declare yourself whole by faith, by the fake and the finished work of the cross. Declare yourself whole. Go your way and declare yourself whole. Going to have a a quick uh, little music break here again. And uh, just going to have a short one and then I'll be right back with you. Here we are. 
praise God for healing oil and healing wine and balm of Gilead. Thank you, Jesus. The 15th reason that healing is for now and it is for all is the promise of longevity. Psalm 91.16 says, With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hebrews 9.27 Just as people are destined to die once, after that to face judgment. A lot of people misquote misquote that and say it's appointed to man one time to die. And they misquote it a lot, but in, it, says, it just says just it just says people are destined to die once. After that, the judgment. Ecclesiastes six seven seventeen. Do not be over wicked and do not be a fool. Why die before your time? There's a time to die, but not an exact time. There's a season. Job five twenty six reads, "You will come to the grace in full grave in full vigor, like sheaves gathered in season." It's possible to die before the proper season, and many do, unfortunately. There are things that you can do to either shorten or lengthen your life. For example, a person shortens their life by smoking cigarettes or pot, drinking alcohol, doing drugs, by overeating, not eating healthy, not getting enough sleep, and they can lengthen their lives by eating healthy, getting the proper amount of rest and sleep, have positive thinking, not worrying, casting their cares upon the Lord, and being obedient to God. These are just some examples, but a person can shorten or lengthen their lives, and it's it's up to them as to to how how they do how they do that. There's a lot that determines how your your quality of life will be and is based on what you do. So, for example, if somebody uh, smokes cigarettes for so long or, or so many years, or then they might later on, plus during while they're smoking cigarettes, have a hard time uh, with shortness of breath and breathing and can't run a lot or walk a lot without getting short, you know, winded. In the same way, people who have over, who maybe are overweight because they've, um, they can't get a grasp on, on, on eating healthy, they will, um, you know, they, they may get winded uh, easily as well because they've got a lot of extra weight to carry around with them. And I'm not condemning anybody. I'm just giving you examples. They have a lot of extra weight to carry carry with them. So, um, you know, there's a quality of life. And, yes, once a person quits smoking um, and gives up the junk food and, and just whatever it is that's making their quality of life less, then they're, gonna, they're gonna, going to um, have a better quality of life. Proverbs 
chapter 3, verses 1 through 2, says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Things to do to have a long life. Psalm 55, 23 says, But you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay. The bloodthirsty and deceitful will not live out half their days. But as for me, I trust in you. So it says here, the bloodthirsty and the deceitful won't even live out half their days. Proverbs 4.10 says, Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. Proverbs 9.10-11 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For through wisdom your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. Proverbs 10.27 The fear of the Lord adds length to life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. Submission and honor will lengthen your life. We live in a time of rebellion, and we in the church need to renew our minds. Ephesians chapter 6, 1-3 through 3 says, Children, Obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Watch your tongue if you want a good quality life. The quality of our life depends quite a bit on us. When Peter Chapter 3, verses 10 to 11, whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. Psalm 90, verse 10, our days may come to 70 years or 80 if our strength endures. Yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. Seventy or eighty years. Uh, This was never given to be a maximum life sentence. It's not a psalm of blessing. It's actually a psalm. It's actually of them being cursed. Moses is talking about them being judged. So it's actually a curse. It's not. It's not a blessing. Genesis 6, verse 3, it says, Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be 120, 120 years. This is more like a maximum, a maximum of years. Because after the flood, people didn't live as long, but for centuries, they lived for about 120 years. Right now, we have people living that are 100 plus years old and they don't even serve God. 
So it's uh, important to serve God. and But these people, they don't even serve God, and they live past 100-plus years old. The 16th reason that healing is for now and it is for all, the all-inclusive promises of God. God has repeatedly promised to do all things that anyone asked and believed. Psalm 34:17, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. And Psalm 57:2, I cry out to God, most high to God who vindicates me. Psalm 84.11, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Psalm 91.10, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold for those who walk this walk is blameless. I'm not sure if that's actually Psalm 9110 or not. I have to go back and check on that and and let you know that one. But um, Matthew 18, 18 through 19 reads, Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. I'm going to finish up this lesson with a couple more scriptures and then going to close it out until the next until next Saturday. And this this lesson might have been shorter, but that's okay. I don't want to talk just for the sake of talking. <laughs> but um in Mark nine twenty three it says if you can, said Jesus, everything is possible if you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. And Mark eleven twenty three, twenty four to twenty four says, Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, Go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. John fourteen thirteen through 14 reads, And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. So those are the the lessons that, uh, that I mean, the scriptures that I'm going to end it, uh, end it with and close with today. And then uh, I'm going to...
come back next week on Saturday. That'll be well actually next Saturday I'm I'm planning on having a special a special um a special what do you call it? Special programming, a special a special show. I'm going to be, I'm planning on doing it Saturday anyway, we shall see. And then the following Saturday, I'm going to, I'm going to continue this series, Jesus, the Ultimate Healer, because I plan on having it on Saturdays unless, um, unless there is special programming. Like I plan on having this coming uh, Saturday, which will be December 6th, I believe. And I'm going to be teach, I'm going to be, Having some special guests on my show, these are people that have gone to the uh, college, the River Bible College, the River School of Worship, and the River School of Government. And I'm going to be having them on and asking them and how, how, how the school has impacted their lives. Some people will be graduates and some people will still be in school. So I'm um, just going to ask them, you know, play it by ear and, and follow the Holy Ghost and we'll see where where it takes uh where it takes us. And uh so I'm really, really looking forward to that 'cause I've I've told you all so much about uh about the schools and now wanna give you a first hand look at and hear from, from these people about um about what what it's like, how it's changed their life, and um, I look, I look forward to, to having that show because, as I as I said, the next the next semester or quarter, however you want to say it, starts January January fifth, uh, and second uh, January second will be the new student orientation. So that will be the new story. Student orientation. And um so I'm I'm looking forward, very much looking forward to next week and hopefully everything will will will, will come to play next Saturday and you'll be listening to uh people talk about how God has changed their life through this school and what he's done in them, where they used to be where they are now, where they see themselves going, where they feel the plan the Lord is in their life. So I'm very, very, very much looking looking forward to that indeed. And if you want to check out those schools, you can go online to riverbibleinstitute.com River schoolofworship.com riverschoolofgovernment.com You can also go to revival.com and you'll be able to see um, you'll be able to find some links there on the drop the drop boxes that they have at the top so you can you can look on on there and and um and you can see, uh, you can find those those links on there. You'll be able to take you over there. 
permission to give you a scholarship to the River Bible Institute, the River School of Worship. At this time, the River School of Government is not taking scholarships, but don't let that don't let that deter you. Stand stand strong in your faith. Obey God. Know that He will He will bring the this whatever needs to come to pass for that to for that to take place. He'll bring all the finances, a provision, place to live, a way here. He'll he'll make it happen. Just have to step out in faith. Just step out in faith. And and come here for that and and uh you know I'm excited to give you a scholarship. I'm excited that I'm I'm able to do that. I was given the authority by the administration of the school to give you that scholarship. And uh it's exciting it's exciting to be able to do that. And um so I I also want to let you know that I give you the authority that's been given to me to give your friends or any family members the um a scholarship that you feel called God in life, even somebody that you led to the Lord on the street. So um and then they can give their friends as well a scholarship. Doesn't have to be paid back. But um just know that uh that that it it's like a ripple effect, you know. You give and then they give and they give and so on and so on and so forth. So that's really exciting. And I'm I'm happy to be able to give that scholarship to you. So if you have any prayer requests or if you just go to eight six six eight five seven four eight three seven that's eight six six eight five seven four eight three seven eight six six eight five seven four eight three seven and you can also go to revival dot com like I told you earlier and also if you have any prayer requests or you want to contact me for any reason for with prayer requests testimonies comments or questions just feel free to email me at firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com. That's firetalkradio2, that's the number two, at yahoo.com. firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com. And please follow me on my homepage at blogtalkradio.com, firetalkradio2, number two. That's blogtalkradio.com. Fire Talk Radio 2, that's the number 2. And check out our and like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Fire Talk Radio. You guessed it, number 2. <laughs> it's actually Fire Talk Radio 2. It's not T O O, it's the number 2. So, um, and I think that's all the announcements for now that I can think of, but. Just know that I love you. God loves you. You're accepted in the beloved. And when I was telling, when I was speaking earlier about um, about God, uh, when was that perfect sacrifice? And He doesn't want any blemish, and the priest couldn't be if they had any if they had any problems. They couldn't be the uh, the priest, but because 
because of these things. Don't let your head mess with you. Don't let the enemy mess with you. Don't let um, the rejection that you're having a that maybe you have a hard time with sometimes. Don't let that mess with your head, your head because you are accepted in the beloved. He loves you so much. He has a great plan for your life, and he accepts you just the way you are. It's a disease that he doesn't accept, but you personally are accepted of the beloved. And that right there is exciting to know that we are accepted in the beloved. So, um, Father God, I just thank you for this time that we've had together. I ask that you bless those listening now live and those who are listening to this archive. Bless them, Father, and their families. Touch them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. With your healing anointing, you sent your word and healed all our diseases and delivered us from all our destructions. And Father, I thank you for sending your only Son that whosoever should believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Thank you for loving us that much, loving the world that much. And I thank you, Father, that no matter what, you love us. And I, I thank you, Father, that that I, I, I release the healing anointing from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, and I speak to everything that is not of God that's in their body. I bind it, and I break its power in the name of Jesus. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, that they are healed, delivered, set free, and they are made whole. Give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. And I magnify your name, and I thank you that you made all of that possible for us. And I gave you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're so holy and worthy and good and kind and awesome. Amen. Now, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love. Keep getting up